Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I am your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our blue daba D, Matt Bailey. Hmm. Okay. Yo, <laughs> what's up? Blew his house with a blue little window. How's my quality? Yo, your quality looks great. You just look like you're in a horror movie. <laughs> well, now you now that you're closer, you're less blue. Closer to the screen. For the listeners, we are, of course, on Zoom video. Um, and we haven't seen... Listen... Well, let's address the elephant in the room. Bailey has a beard. Oh, that's old news. That's Again. an old ele- that's that old elephant that's been chilling there. There's a new elephant and it's the fact that we haven't put out an episode in one, nay, two, nay, three, two and a half. Nay, four? No. It's a month? it's been a month. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a long time since uh we put out an epi, but yo, we're back um we back we out here um we realize that times have been crazy times are still crazy and they're gonna get even crazier but we're uh we're back to bring you some light-hearted content i want to know jordan's intel on how he knows it's gonna get crazier um i'd rather <laughs> not get political on this podcast <laughs> but uh Hopefully it doesn't get crazier. Hopefully it only okay. goes in the positive direction. But Yo, let's just get dark. Yo, <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to get dark. You're already in a dark room. So. <laughs> yeah, you're already just actually in a dark room. All day. <laughs> um, but Bailey has his beard. I shaved my beard off. I Kate, grew one. Kate's trying to grow one. So we're in the beard gang. But we are back for episode one, three, one 131 bc um in 131 bc it's the first time in roman history both censors are plebeians so uh so fuck that fuck yeah, dude so it's about time yo mm-hmm. you know there were a couple years where one censor was a plebeian the other one wasn't yeah thank god now you get double for your money yeah double plebs two for one there's one about secret ballots and the use of secret ballots in their next election but that seems too close to home so we're gonna go uh, <laughs> keeping it keeping it <laughs> keeping it tight uh ad 131 you know him you love him we love him emperor hadrian is back um and he straight up builds a whole city <laughs> in Yo. jerusalem What's the city's name? Oh, it's uh, Alio Capitolonia. <laughs> I don't think it was Italian, but... <laughs> what do you it, mean? It's Roman. <laughs> it's in Jerusalem. Yeah. So, Hadrian's back at it again, just building <laughs> just building things. Um, looks like he also divides Italy up a bit. Chops them um, up. Yeah, and there's a couple couple temples being built but you know your typical hadrian stuff mm-hmm. um love it good to see he's still killing it i also 
We'll save it, but I think his rule's going to end pretty soon, actually. I kind of got history spoiled recently. How? Um, I don't know. I I was on YouTube just bopping around, and I saw some... I saw a sad Hadrian fact, so we'll see. Dude, were you YouTubing Hadrian facts? (laughs) He was Googling, does Hadrian have um, a relationship with Pliny, the elder? Googling Hadrian feet. (laughs) Adrian Pliny. Adrian Pliny. Celebrity deathmatch. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So that's it for the history. Good to good to be. You know, it just feels good to be back in the hot seat. Feels good. You you put on your own hot seat. Um, I'm not. I'm looking real weird in the webcam. It's distracting me. But you know what? We're Why all you- we're all born with our faces. <laughs> I w- hope I'm born with a face. I don't want to be born with like a butt on my face. Yeah. Yo. You're spitting straight facts today, bro. Yeah, I you am. You are. Um, so, Bailey, what's what's been going on the last couple of weeks in your movie life? Um, my movie life? Yeah, your movie life. Not the bro. band. Let me take a look at my letterbox, see what I've been doing. Yeah. Have I, I talked to you guys uh, since I saw uh, The Naked Gun? <laughs> oh, The Naked Gun? Did um, you watch it for the podcast? Oh, did we watch that for the podcast? We watched it for uh, Naked Gun two and a half, I believe, or whatever. Yo, did you guys delete my um, letterbox app? Did we delete it Surprise. on your phone from when we haven't seen you in months? <laughs> All right, The Invisible Man. Oh, I watched Ooh, it. I also did not watch it. <laughs> okay. Yo, uh, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for Kate. My but client's already spoiled it for me. Just a uh, spoiler alert: there, he's invisible. <laughs> I, I wanted one. I needed one more twist, though. Yo, I needed one more twist too. It's like they kind of reveal it. Also, yeah. the, you know, the foreshadowing is really obvious. I think it's like a. I don't know. Foresha- like a dude, foresh- Hollow Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yo, I do have to say Elizabeth Moss is great in it. She's slowly becoming one of my faves, man. You gotta watch Handmaid's Tale, bro. I know, I know. Yo, it's it's honestly one of the best shows, and they just put out a teaser for season four. How hype are you about it? Yo, the teaser, it's not gonna come out till 2021, which is kind of fucked up that they would put the teaser out now, oh, but it got me hype. <laughs> It's on. That's a Hulu, right? That's a Hulu. Yo. Uh, oh, we're blessed, Hulu heads. Blessed be the squad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only, only. They roll deep. Yo, is yeah. there like, are there two different teams you could root for in that show? Um, if you're like a psychopath, yeah. if you're, if you're uh, uh, you're into psych- like. Sicko. Oppression. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We um, yeah, I read like five pages of the book. I'm I read gonna... the whole book. It's good. Yo, I, okay. Yeah, just I'll let you guys decide what to do with your life. But I watched I think... the first season. It ruled. Well, there you go. Then there's three of them. I mean, we have about 70 more episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and then we'll uh, we'll hop over. Bailey, we watched a movie that you watched, The Lovebirds. Oh, what would you think of The Lovebirds? It was cool. Yeah, it, 
I, I thought it was funny, but like the story was like okay. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Yo, I do have to admit, like, uh, not to bring it up again, but I'm gonna bring it up again. A lot of turmoil going on in the world. I feel <laughs> like uh, we've kind of been watching like easier movies and like more playful movies. Yeah, because Enemy is a very easy playful yeah, movie. We did watch Enemy. That was a Jake Gyllenhaal I've been meaning to get to for a mm-hmm. long time. But like, we watched Lovebirds. We watched The Brothers Grimsby. <laughs> We watched Could be for a, a lost episode coming up. I don't know. But we watched the wrong Missy. The wrong Missy. So Um I did watch a movie. I feel like it's low key. Um It's called Freaks Freaks. With the um Who's the guy in it? Emil Hirsch. Oh. And uh, Stern. Yo It's like this weird like sci fi movie. Where um, I don't know if I if I say anything, I might spoil it. But yo, it's honestly pretty cool. I would I would recommend it. Is I it a n- watched it. is it a oh. new one or an old one? It's uh like I want to say it's like 2010 or something. Did oh. you letterbox that you watched it? I did, I did. I'm looking for it. Yo, I'm I kind of wish you would review the movies on Letterbox. Yeah. Yo, same. But at the same time, like, Definitely. you don't even give it a rating. <laughs> that's that's true. It's that's potato, true. potato. That's, you know what? You got me, too. I'd at least say if I liked it or not, you know? Yo, I do want to give a shout out to some of our listeners that have jumped on the, that jumped on the letterbox train um, early on. And honestly, they're some of my favorite people I follow on there. Shout out Joel Janke. Shout out Nate Lawler. Dude, they kill it on there. I don't know if you guys... Do you guys follow them? I believe so. I'm putting you on the spot, but... Yo, you should. They're they're great follows. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go on right now and follow them. Bailey uh, rewatched Lady Bird. Yeah, I did rewatch Lady that's, Bird. That's Bailey's comfort watch. <laughs> yeah, it really is. My sister hadn't seen it, and uh, if one person that I'm with hasn't seen it, Mm, you mm, gotta no. throw it on no matter where and when you are. I call that the classic Bailey Vanilla Sky. Now that I'm on Bailey's letterbox, very interesting. His he put his four favorites as Scream, True Romance, Shape of Water, and Angus. Yeah, yeah. That's what do, do you, you know, mean? Bailey? That's so the Angus one. I, Angus one, I get it, but I don't no, get for it. the soundtrack alone. Yeah, for the, come on, Kate. I get I, it. I know. I yo, I know. Speaking of uh, Angus. We reviewed a movie <laughs> with uh, Little Angus in it. Little Angus's little buddy. Um, Angus's little buddy. Yo, mm-hmm. yeah. Chris Owens. <laughs> Shout out Chris Owens. He's probably listening to it. But uh, cool. Well, for listeners who are just joining us and you're like, Letterbox, what the fuck is Letterbox? Check it out. It's a cool app. And for the listeners, since you can't see since we're on Zoom, it was recently our very own Kate Eingorn's birthday. That's me. Um, She got a lot of presents, but one she probably is the most happy about was a Michael Shannon pillow, which she is showing off right now. Mm -hmm. My mom bought me this pillow. (laughs) Oh, 
Um, yeah, we should take a picture of it and post it on we the will. Instagram. My mom bought me a sticker of Michael Shannon, too, where he's in, like, he's super dressed down, and I can't wait to put it on Obviously. something. Double-sided, absolutely. Kate, happy birthday. I didn't wish you thank one. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, I do have to say I refuse for that pill. I ref- one, I refuse to wish you happy birthday. I don't believe in birthdays. Um, you get one, you have one birthday, and that's it. Um, that's true. I do have one birthday. It's two, June 21st. That pillow is going nowhere near our bedroom. It has a special spot on the chair. Right. And when I say our bedroom, we're roommates. We share a bed. It's bunk bed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm it's, definitely it's more like It's more like trundle. Oh, that's cool. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, who's in the trundle and who's up top? Jordan's in the trundle. Yeah, and then she pushes me in like a drawer. <laughs> um, we're, we definitely do a tag team it up. Speaking tag team of tag teams. Speaking of greatest duos of all time. Oh, you're saying we're one of the greatest duos of all time? We definitely are. Um, should we dive into our film friends this week? Oh, film friends. There's two of them. Yes. You may be thinking, what? There's two? We've been gone so long, we thought we would give you... Two for the price of one. Yes. Killing two birds with one episode. (laughs) Um, I don't condone killing birds. But uh, I will have to say this genius move was brought up uh, by Bailey. So... I'm gonna. I have two balls in my hand. Oh God! <laughs> and I'm juggling them. I'm juggling them. I'm juggling them. And then you know you can only juggle it with one, two balls with one hand. True. That I don't know what that means. And I'm gonna throw them over to Bailey for who you chose as the best movie duo of all time. Yep. I was definitely thinking best movie duo. But <laughs> 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 honestly. Thinking lighthearted comedy, like yeah. You know, I don't know if there's a better. Uh, although I feel like they weren't in like too many more movies than the movies that we're reviewing. Yo, I looked into it. They might only be in these two together. <laughs> but I honestly, you think of one and you think of the other. Yeah. In my, especially if you think Chris Farley, you think he's standing right next to David. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. Absolutely, it was like a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't really know who uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, but anything else is just sequels, I feel like, for the most part. The only other thing I was thinking was someone we've already done, which was like Adam Sandler and his crew. Yeah, but yeah. that's his that's his posse. Like, um, I mean, dude, I, c- I can't name a better duo that's been yeah. in like not a series. Yeah. Um, you have greatest duo of all time. Name one better. What do you have? Sherlock Siegfried Holmes and, and Siegfried and Roy. Oh, Siegfried and Roy, great duo. <laughs> yeah. What about the Hardy Boys? <laughs> what about um, Captain and Tennille? Are we done talking about movies? Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there has to be duos, but when you think of duos, you think of David Spade, you think of Chris Farley. Yeah. Um, and of course, the movies that we're going to review today are, I think, the only ones that they're in together or as the main p- 
people. I don't, Be- Beverly Hills Ninja. I don't know if David Spade's in that one. Uh, Chris Rock is. Though. Yeah, Chris Rock is. I I actually love that movie. Yeah, um, me too. Um, but we're talking about Tommy Boy, of course, as the higher rated, and Black Sheep as the lower rated. They're both like they're both like similarly middle rated, of the road. Yeah. yeah, I see Tommy Boy as kind of higher in my mind. It's definitely rated higher. I think Tommy Boy's rated in the fifties, and yeah. Black Sheep's rated in like the forties. I mean, as someone who watched both movies, I can oh. say that. Tommy Boy is the superior of oh, the two. Oh, absolutely. So, as someone who also watched both movies, I agree. As someone who has seen both movies in my life, um, yeah, I have to come clean to the listeners. I have to do it. I watched Black Sheep this week. Did not watch Tommy Boy. Had all the intentions in the world to do it. But, yo, I dare you guys to quiz me. I bet I'll, uh, I'll get 8 out of 10 right. What? Who's uh, eight out Dan, of ten? Dan Aykroyd plays what? Uh, what's his character's name in the movie? Uh, you can just say the last name. Oh, what is it? Is it Murphy? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mm. Hey, I right. said I'd get eight out of ten. <laughs> what do you uh, want to know, Callahan? <laughs> All right, what kind of car does uh, David Spade drive? Um, I don't know, Cadillac. <laughs> um, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. All right. Rob Lowe. Uh, which one do you want? Should we jump into Tommy Boy? Yeah, let's dive in, brother. All right, let's dive in. We are talking, of course, about the 1995 masterpiece Tommy Boy. Bailey, take it away. Tommy Boy is about Tommy Boy and his <laughs> and his boy and his boy <laughs> David Spade. Driving around the country trying to save Callahan Auto, the family business that's been in Tommy Boy's family for seventy years. Um they're trying to save it because his dad died and uh Honestly, the bank's pissed at them. They need to make some money. And uh, you, you got to do what you got to do to save the business, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. I, I don't want to ruin the ending mm. for people who haven't seen it or seen it, haven't seen it in a while. The spoiler alert. Oh, Zelensky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so this one was actually like for me growing up. Tommy Boy was like uh, a movie my dad and my brother watched a lot. And that's kind of why I actually haven't seen it in a while. I kind of, I was honestly kind of excited to watch it. I'll probably not watch it, but um, Our rentals it was one that was always, it was kind of on TV a lot too, I think. Yeah, um, it was. I mean, growing up, yeah, in my family, it was, uh, people loved it. It was on a lot. I had never seen it. Wow. Yo, I'm going to out you right now. Kate might be a hater. Here's the thing. Not a hater. The, oh, the, oh, my God. The chemistry between Spade and Farley is literally... Yo, it's so good. Unmatched in cinema history. Yeah, what do you want? Laurel and Hardy? <laughs> I'm not a Spade head. 
Yeah, oh my she God. hates Spade David Spade. Oh, so good. I know. Oh, fuck. Overrated. David Yo, Spade. If Jordan had blonde hair and no beard, he'd look like David Spade. I am David Spade. <laughs> You're not doing it for me. It's nothing to do about visuals. Well, what don't you like about him? I don't playboy? think he's funny. Yeah, she doesn't like his sarta- sarcastic humor. I don't like his sarcastic humor. Oh, man. I think... Uh, I don't think he's funny at all. Did you, did you like The Wrong Missy? I liked Lauren Lapkus in The Wrong Missy. Yo, I, I like David Spade. Out of, like, the... Uh, the sa- that like Saturday Night Live crew, I'd put them in like the top five of love like people. <laughs> oh, of that crew, okay. Era, yo, I do. All right, I'm gonna throw a hypothetical out there. It's actually not hypothetical because it's like been done a million times. Uh, I don't know if I f with Spade. I don't fuck for Spade without Farley. Farley, Farley. I fuck for him with Sp- Farley. Yeah, I mean, I think I fuck for the idea of him more so than him. <laughs> okay, what I need to know more about that. Yeah. <laughs> I need to like, know more about oh, that. Like this little guy who just like runs around and says funny shit. You don't like Joe Dirt? <laughs> I've never seen Joe Dirt. Oh, come on. Oh, Joe no. Dirt? Freaking, uh... Bench warmers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Never seen it. All right, pulled up SNL in the '90s, and I see other people I'm more interested in. Yeah, that's. I guess you also haven't seen Dickie Roberts. No, I have not. Uh, wait, didn't we? What isn't Dickie Roberts one of the earliest ones we reviewed? No, it was. Uh, God, we're getting old. We are ben- Benny. <laughs> Benny and the Jets. The one with Christina Ricci. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a I'm a I'm a spadehead. I mean not a spadehead. I would pick Dana Carvey over David Spade. Ugh, Dana Carvey's the corniest person. <laughs> oh, alive. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Give me Molly you, Shannon yo, any who, day. Well, first off, Molly Shannon is like a film friend of Jason so hard. We love uh, her. So Okay, well, at least tell me you'd go Spade over Rob Schneider. No. Dude, I don't know if I could get on that boat. Did you ever see... Yeah, I love him and Big Daddy. I love him and Big Daddy. Oh, where are my Spade heads at? I Not feel like Taylor would back me up. We need to get Tay back on. Yeah, we might need to get Tay back on. I know he's a Joe Dirt guy, so... All right, well, I guess I won't win this one, but we can continue. Anyway, I love when a movie starts with baby versions of the characters, and this does that. Solid move, where you see their friendship right from the get-go. And it's funny that they, like, end up working... He ends up working at... So, um, David Spade's character ends up working at Chris Farley's dad's factory. Mm. And it's funny how it's just, like, so hometown that his someone he hung out with as a child ends up being someone he works with when he's older mm-hmm. but i like seeing him as a little boy you know i from what i remember of the movie <laughs> i do oh, have to carry this one huh i uh i love brian dennehy um 
I think he's he plays a good role in this. I don't know. Dennehy. Yeah, he's Tommy Boy's dad. Oh. Um, I just like him generally as an actor. Yo, uh, I'll be honest, dude. I don't know anything else that that dude's in. Same. Ooh. I don't think I do either. Yo, you gotta watch the movie, uh, The Gladiator, not the, not the oh. Russell Crowe one. Oh God. The Brian Dennehy, Cuba Gooding Jr. boxing classic from the '90s. It's so good. Hmm. So, yeah. go ahead. I mean, yeah, dude, the dad's great. He's lovable. You know, you feel for Tommy Boy when he dies. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about uh, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Yo, you're lucky. I was going to suggest him for a film friend. Um, I agree. I think that um, after watching these two movies, I mean, I've obviously seen Chris Farley and other things, but he's just so freaking lovable mm-hmm. like he's like i love him in this movie yeah he's like Honestly. he's just like kind and caring and naive yeah this is peak uh peak farley i mean i think this is his best thing he's done maybe some snl skits a little more but like this is this is his thing this is like what he's known for more mostly right movie wise movie wise for sure i'd say yo he there's been no like in terms of physical comedy and like the energy Uh uh-huh i think who touches it jim belushi like belushi not jim belushi uh John. john belushi maybe Yo, honestly, I think it might be in his contract that uh, every movie he's in, he has to do at least one or two cartwheels. <laughs> oh, I, I love know. when he does cartwheels. He's so good at them. It re- it's really so, like he, he's so, I mean, I don't know if we go into his backstory. He used to play football or whatever, but he's so like athletic. The yeah, way he, he is. Yo, insanely. So obviously I only saw Black Sheep, but like, he does things in there where I'm like, oh, he's literally playing football with kids. And he's, like, so agile the way he's juking them out and stuff. I'm like, holy shit, how much does he weigh and the way he's moving so quickly? Like, it's very impressive. He, so he played rugby in college. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Which is funny because he plays rugby in this movie. Yeah. Um, Dude, sometimes they say uh, life imitates art. <laughs> well... Speaking of the dad, he's getting married to a woman who he met at fat camp. And I don't know an adult that goes to camp, but um, her son, her like son in quotation marks, a.k.a. her like husband is <laughs> a very young Rob Lowe. Uh, fat, maybe it's like a uh, a biggest loser. Yeah, Kate, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's cool it with the fat camp. <laughs> no, I just it, it was no, it was the camp aspect. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. Um, pH fat. Mm, um, <laughs> but I think it's funny that Rob Lowe is this like bad guy. <laughs> it was it's it's interesting. Yeah, is sure. this like right after his sex tape? Uh, I don't know. I feel like this is like Rob Lowe, like getting into comedy. Like I don't. I, this was probably after uh, this after Wayne's World, where uh, he was. At. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. he's off in comedies now. That's true. Um, 
made the transition i think like this is like a very like classic plot where they it's like two buddies that aren't buddies that become buddies Mm-hmm. traveling around but i think one of my favorite things that i'm like obsessed with about this movie is that like his dad calls him tommy boy but so mm-hmm. does everyone else in the movie no one just calls him tommy everyone calls him tommy boy unless you're david spade and you just call him you know insults the whole time true but Yo, that's all that's their chemistry <laughs> yeah. i was watching uh like a behind the scenes with those two and they like they fought off camera. They were saying like they both kind of brought that, like they really fell into that. David Spade playing the straight man, cutting him down, and Chris Farley like really pushing his buttons like on and off camera. But they like loved each other. Yeah, it's really sad. Like when you hear him talking about Chris Farley dying and passing away, and like all those guys too. Like how much Chris Farley yeah. meant to them. It's it's kind of a bummer. It, this watching Chris Farley to me sometimes is great, but it's also like sad. I think I even said it to Kate. Like, it sucks that he died because like he 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 was definitely unique in the comedy world. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, iconic. You know, honestly, most movies that he starred in, like, I'll like even if they're bad. Like, I feel like Beverly Hills Ninja probably isn't like no a good movie right i don't think it is but it's like fun yeah and then and even like uh it was a movie like i think right before he died almost heroes with uh him and matthew perry i'll still watch it and i don't know i, I literally grew up watching like yeah early movies so mm-hmm. well and like i think my favorite role is his like the bus driver and billy madison yeah is so funny it's like how he like he eats all the lunches and then he helps him study for the exam it's just like it's a small role, but I just it's one of the ones I remember the most from that movie. Yo, can we talk through the movie? Let's see here. <laughs> All right, I want you to do it. So <laughs> uh, Tommy Boy has to take over for his dad because his dad died, right? Mm-hmm. But what are they going out to do? I can't quite remember. Is there a competitor? Is Dan Aykroyd like the competitor that's coming in? Kind of. Well, they uh they have a new brake pads division, and uh, they're going out and they have to sell their brake pads. So what happened was is like what Bailey said is correct, and they put they put a lot of stock into it, like money financially. Uh, okay. And if it didn't go well, the company would tank. Yeah. And so what happened is is that they had they had like two they had one option in their heads which was to sell to Zelensky. oh right okay and time boy was like don't do that that's my dad's business i'll wager literally my whole inheritance to save the company but let me just go out and try to sell him oh we love him oh we love him so where i forget completely is where rob lowe's character comes in he is like he's married to his stepmom he's smooching tom tommy callahan senior's wife right they're married he's in it from the beginning he's just his stepbrother so like he when tommy boy comes home like rob Lowe's just chilling there and he's like oh my god i have a new brother and then you find out throughout the movie that he's actually married to uh to his stepmom bo derrick derrick yeah um and tommy boy even even takes him cow tipping like there's a gesture. So you're telling me you don't like fat guy in a little coat? I love fat guy in a little coat. 
That's probably one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Uh, no, you love... You just don't like David Spade. Correct. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, Bailey, some people say you and I are uh, the Chris Farley and David Spade of our generation. I was going to make that comparison, but like... Who's Chris Farley? I guess I'm Chris Farley. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was gonna hold back too, but I was like, oh, I gotta go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people say that. I guess I'm just his dad. Yeah, you're Brian Dennehy. Actually, you're kind of you're, my Rob Lowe. You're Rob Schneider. Oh fuck you. Like apparently you like him more than David Spade. True, so. but I don't want to be him. Honestly, it's kind of like it's honestly fucking me up that people like rob uh schneider more than david spade you mean people as in me <laughs> yeah there's probably someone else out there too i don't know yeah i would love to throw Honestly, that poll out there. we're throwing that poll up there so let me let me throw this out there i like uh, i don't know rob schneider to me is like so much of a joke that it's fun he's funny to me like, I can't yeah. believe there's an actor like that out there. I love it. I mean, there's a reason why he's like, you know, he's definitely not relevant at all anymore, right? No. Mm, he was I, just I in I the wrong Missy. Yeah, I mean, so was David Spade. Yo, sure. I, I think what turned me off is uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, David Spade was on there as a guest. Uh-huh. And he he feels like he's a little out of touch in terms of, like, He's still a little, his humor's like inappropriate when it comes to like women a little bit. I don't know. I get, dude, I get a meet. I, wait till I we, get a vibe. From wait till him. it gets hot in here. Oh, shit. Yo, he's, Yo, he's he, been around, bro. He's a playboy. He pulls. Ugh, <laughs> I hate that uh, term. I hate that term. Can we, can we all agree on something? We should get back to the movie eventually, but. Norm Macdonald, greater than, greater than, greater than. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, love yeah, Norm. That's not even a question. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, Bo Derek was nominated for a Razzie Award for it. She was pretty awful in it, but. She didn't really do anything. No. Uh, yeah, yo, honestly, everyone's seen Tommy Boy, and. Uh, that guy in a little coat was cool. I'm glad I got to see it. Yo, classic bit. Classic, classic bit. I mean, you've heard of Fat Guy in a Little Coat before the movie. Though, yeah, right? I've heard that quote, so it was cool to like actually see it in action. Mm-hmm. Can you, um, out of memory, um, say the uh, line that uh, Chris Farley and his dad say to sell... Oh. That's... Uh, uh, um... It's something, it's something like, you could, you could get a good look <laughs> at a uh, T-bone steak by putting your head up a cow's ass, but you might as well take my word for it or something. <laughs> Was I close? I think it's, you can get a look, you can get a good look at a T-bone by sticking your uh, head up a bull's ass, but... Uh, dude, that's that a, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, you could stick your head up a bull's ass to get a look at that T-bone steak. Um, uh, but do you want to stick your head up a T 
stuffed uh, bull's ass, or would you rather have me stick my head up the bull's ass for you? Something like yeah. that. That's uh, yeah, I'll take it. I don't know. Okay, what's a tea bowl? <laughs> tea bowl. Um, I also like that, and when he playing with the little ambulance car oh, oh dude, there's just the so cars many crash on the desk so many classic jokes but yeah, everybody, every, everybody's seen tommy boy yeah you know, if you haven't i seen had tommy it i just saw it true it's weird but yeah, you're it's a rare that is a rare occurrence I don't what know was why. your family what was the comedy your family was watching first of all i was pretty much like the only movie me and my mom watched all movies i adam sandler but yeah, i was I watching a lot of jim carrey a lot of eddie murphy uh, I could. I was gonna say I could see you guys being like a, the like a. You guys would watch the Cosby Show. Oh. Not we weren't really like as much like if we went TV we went, Angel Buffy like more of those like sci-fi shows. Yeah, Holy. you guys were twisted. Her <laughs> twisted. No geez. different strokes. We weren't like sitcom family. My, my mom was very into like sci-fi shows. That's what we watched and The Simpsons, but. Uh. We were. I was a big Eddie Murphy fan when I was a kid. I watched a lot of Eddie Murphy movies. It's a shame Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy never got to team up. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know what? Fat guy in a little coat. Well, yeah. Tommy Boy, I give it a... I give it a... Two brake pads up in the air for Chris Farley. Okay. Okay. Uh, yo, honestly, like the banter, you can tell like the the writing of Tommy Boy was a lot cleaner and like uh, better than Black Sheep. Oh, absolutely. And like they I feel like they just made Black Sheep to like they're like, well, these two are great together. Let's throw them in another movie and not really Absol- care what it's about. Absolutely. I feel like they were like, this movie did so well. They were so good. Let's just take that same plot. Let's put it in like a blender and then make it again. Yeah. But yeah, Tommy Boy, they, I think, perfected their chemistry and it's unmatched. And I'm going to give it uh, two big brake pads up in the air. <laughs> I will on. also give it two big brake pads up in the air. Yeah. Yo, guess what uh, Chris Farley's middle name is? Jordan, stop stepping all over my thing. Oh, uh, sorry. Don't, never mind. Don't guess. I take it back. Well, guess it. Now well, that's now that you're air. curious, we might as well... Uh, what do I say here? Do the music. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm getting a little curious. Yeah. What's your height? What's your weight? <laughs> What's your height? What's your weight? With your host, Matt Jordan What's your height? Rob, what's your weight? Were they getting it wrong? Were they getting it right? What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? Alright, for the listeners, I know we've kept you with bated breath. His middle name is Crosby. Ah. Kind of a cool middle name. Yeah. Didn't it say his middle name was John? No, it's right there. Oh. Crosby. (laughs) All right. Let's do the dang thing. So, Bailey guessed that 
Chris Farley, a.k.a. Tommy Boy, was 5 feet 10 inches, 310 pounds. Capricorn from Wisconsin, born 1969. He did not guess shoe size. I, mm. didn't, I couldn't find size. it. Size was 11. Oh, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> Speaking of shoes, last time we had an episode, the listeners need to know this. Bailey... You said you were going to be a sneakerhead. You were an aspiring one. We have to check in. Are you now a sneakerhead? Give me one second. <laughs> All right. What do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to wa- walk in his shoes so they don't look creased. <laughs> do you think they're the kind that light up when you take a step? No, but I definitely think they're size 13s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we do a what's your height, what's your weight with Bailey? Do you guys want to see my sneakers? I yeah, we would love to. I high his belly button is. <laughs> is strictly for um not the listeners <laughs> <laughs> well we'll describe them oh they're Ooh, orange and black. okay they're very flyers oh they're very flyers into them are they are, are they a certain person's shoe uh they're mine um <laughs> these are uh for personal use love them i word on the street is that you tried to walk in them without creasing them is that true uh yeah you have to. Yeah, what happens if you get a crease in your shoe? Huh. You go get some looks from the uh, sneakerheads, I'll tell you that much. Damn, we mm. don't want those looks. Well, thank right, you for sharing us. Cool. This one is a... Uh, oh, bro, we got more? Oh, this is a straight-up show. Yo, a sneakerhead, dude. What do you expect? <laughs> He's no longer aspiring. Ooh, Whoa. I like those. All right, for the listener, we got big marshmallow shoes. Ooh, we got... Oh, these are Jordans. The bottoms are cool because they're red and like graphic i believe yo these ones are really nice i think we should be we should turn to a sneaker podcast because i'm really good at describing all right so we got laces on it i believe you could pump them up (laughs) can i see the front again pump them up you can no oh i like that little orange that little yellow thing there's yo there's no way those could be for personal use no way bro yeah so these are called the the hairs which is like a playoff of bugs bunny Mm. i guess style Mm like space jamish mm-hmm. and the uh box has a little uh carrot i love it i actually yeah, really like those this part's probably great for the fucking listeners yeah, I'll tell you yeah. That. the sneaker heads are hard i'll tell if you if you want to see what they look like google bugs bunny space jam <laughs> these are just casual you know dude your sneaker show's over <laughs> oh i like those those look Ooh, really Jordans. those look really hard to crease the sole looks they're like they're like cool. five inches deep those ones are purple. Do How these tall sneakers, are you in yeah, those Do they sneakers? add a couple inches? Because I might get a pair of those. Those are Jordan 4s. I don't know if you know anything about Jordans. Those are 4s. Give me a second. I got one more pair. Oh, shit. I wonder if the 4s means they're 4 inches tall. Yeah. Where are his shoes that light up? Honestly, where is he keeping all these shoes? Yeah. He his just, box is surrounding his desk. He's pulling them from the same honestly, spot. Honestly, let's time. tell people where his belly button is located. I'm a sneakerhead, bro. What do you expect? <laughs> we love it. Uh, these are the flints. Whoa. Okay, for the listener, we got blue a, quilted side. We got a blue quilted side. Look, kind of looks like a little bit of a pillow. We got some white laces. We got a cool Ooh. little basketball on it. Yeah. That's. I think it says twenty three in there. That's so damn. Now personal or p- professional? Professional use. <laughs> professional use. The only <laughs> personal uses are the uh, uh, the first ones. So, so you think you'd wear those to like an interview or something? 
Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I love, I like the Bugs Bunny ones are my favorite. I like the little orange piece at the top and the thing that's at the back. Yeah, those are uh, my favorites too. Those are my newest ones. Well, well yeah, that's uh, our, our new sneaker time news uh, new section of the podcast called, called sneaker, sneaker time. time. Lace them up. <laughs> sneaker time. Lace them up. All right. Back All right. to uh, so what was his feet? <laughs> well, I don't have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then Bailey said that David Spade is five five, hundred fifty five pounds. From Arizona, a Sagittarius, 1969 as well. Also did not get shoe size, but I... Size I, 7 shoe. I don't think I have shoe size for either of them, actually. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Jordan said that David Spade is... Is that 145? 145 pounds. Oh, because you put a period in it, so I thought you were saying it's one pound point. Okay. He's one stone. He's 145 pounds, 5'7", nine and a half shoe from Chicago, Illinois. He's 53 years old, Scorpio. Chris Farley, um, 300 pounds, 5'8", shoe size 11, Madison, Wisconsin, and 32 Capricorn. All right. So Farley was 5'8", drawing right on the money. He was 296 pounds. Whew. Yeah. He, um... Don't say it, Barry. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, he's just agreeing. <laughs> oh. Um, he was born February 15th, 1964, and he died at age 33. Aww. Um, And he was an Aquarius. Splish, splash. Oh. Um, so David Spade was five, is 5'7". Five, so, Jordan, you also got that, correct? Um, he's 143 pounds, so you're really close on that, too. Jordan, you're getting real good at this. Damn, I finally know what people are like. Oh, okay. Um, he was born July 22nd. His birthday's coming up. Um, 1964. Um, so he is 54 years old. You were also one year away from that, too. Pretty good. Where's he from? He's a Leo. And he was born in Birmingham, Michigan. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think it fucks with Arizona, though. Does it? Might. All right. So first, I'm going to run through some facts about Chris Farley, then David Spade. So Chris Farley um, always made it to mass. He came from a very Catholic family. So even when he was in like working on SNL, he always made it to mass. He was a camp counselor. Imagine having him as your camp counselor. It had been like so much fun. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, he played rugby in college. He studied improv while working at his dad's oil company. Um, and that's where he started doing, like, then he started doing Second City. And he started the same day as Stephen Colbert. Whoa. Yeah, wow. It's weird to think, like, Chris Farley would be, like, 54 right now. Mm-hmm. 55. Um, so he apparently was really well known for his pranks at the SNL office and, like, all over. Where they would make late night phone calls um, that this is what Adam Sandler said. So Adam Sandler said that they together would make like a lot of prank phone calls. They also he also said that um, one time Chris Farley pooped out a car window and would frequently get naked. And Chris Rock said that he saw um, Chris Farley naked more than his own wife. (laughs) Um, He was originally cast as the voice of Shrek. 
and they had recorded like 85 percent of it before he died whoa um, that's crazy that yeah is crazy. so they re like they brought on obviously uh, mike myers and he record re-recorded all of it well yeah wow. they're not gonna like switch well they were thinking <laughs> about kind of like trying uh, to like because uh, it was 85 percent done so that's pretty yeah, close to finish could they have salvaged they yeah, said let's for like see the res- farley shrek i think for like respect they just kind of redid it yeah. um he was also supposed to play jim carrey's role in cable guy before he died so it was originally intended for him oh i don't know yeah jim that, i don't know if he would have who knows i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean you haven't really seen i mean like I can't imagine Chris Farley in like a uh, dramatic role. Almost. I know, it or like cool. a more subdued role or something. Dark role. I don't know. Um, he was also offered the Randy Quaid's role in Kingpin. <gasps> oh, that would have been great. But he turned it down for Black Sheep. Oh, bad move. Yeah, for for his boy. And he got his Hollywood star of fame August 26, 2005, posthumously. Aww. Yeah. I bet his boys were there for him. Um, so, David Spade. Nicknames. Spader, Gizmo, Sparky. <laughs> Did someone say Arizona? Because <laughs> his family moved there when he was four. Yeah, Bailey, good call. He would spend. He was bored there a lot, and he would spend a lot of his time shooting cacti and birds in the desert because his family owned guns, and he would just take out a shotgun and shoot things. Um, <laughs> Joe Dirt. Mm-hmm. He was afraid of. He's afraid of spiders, but loves snakes. He's a big advocate of smoking weed. He's sensitive to sunlight. <laughs> he quit college. And started working as a bus boy, then a valet, and at a skateboard shop. His sister-in-law um, was Kate Spade, and he oh wow yeah, so that's so yeah. But he worked for her before she was like famous, mm-hmm. um, helping her out with her products and stuff before he, you know, started making it in show business. So his like brother married her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um. He auditioned for the role of Joey Gladstone in Full House. Clearly didn't <laughs> get it. <laughs> that would have been weird. Um, Eddie Murphy stopped speaking to him for 20 years. When David Spade referred to Eddie Murphy as a falling star. Um, his I'm not really sure what that means. So, like, he, I guess he said that he was, like, losing fame. I mean, oh. he should have looked in the mirror. Yeah, I think, yeah. Well, they didn't talk for 20 years after that. Um, <laughs> David Spade's personal assistant robbed him. Mm. He wanted Sean Penn to make an appearance on SNL for an interview, but Sean Penn only agreed to do it if he could give David Spade a tattoo, which they agreed to, and Sean Penn gave David Spade a tattoo of Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes on his calf. <laughs> That's sick. Must be a big Sean Penn fan. Oh no, <laughs> on his left bicep. Uh, oh, never, never mind. Not that big. <laughs> um, his home was robbed of eighty thousand dollars in two thousand seventeen. Yes, bro. This guy needs some security. <laughs> and he got his Hollywood star September fifth, two thousand and three. Well deserved. Yo, is it though? And he Yo, got he- his before Farley. What'd you say, Bailey? 
bigger than you think he is. Like he's yo, still... I don't think he's that big. Yo, he is though. He just no, had I know. like he just had like a show on Comedy Central. I think it got canceled, but it, like it was like a a talk show. He's like, definitely a, a household name. Yeah, I think it, he. I mean, out of like people on SNL, he's had like a a decent career for sure. Like outside of SNL. Yeah, some might call him a falling star. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, the wrong Missy was trending at like number one on Netflix for so many weeks, and That's might true. still be in the top ten. Hey, he may be a a star in your eyes. He may be a falling star in my eyes. But you know what, all stars are. They're hot uh, balls of gas. The, uh, okay. <laughs> They're flaming. They're flaming hot. Cheetos. So you know what that means. Cue the music. gonna go through uh, am i going yet yeah, yeah. yeah you're going. all right i'm just gonna i mean there's like straight up 20 some people here but i'm just gonna go through and name a couple popular ones for for y'all um in 1996 uh christy swanson oh we love christy swanson yeah buffy yeah buffy yeah and then laura flynn boyle damn that uh, some some supermodels uh julie bowen i think that is the mom in uh modern family julie bowen yes i will confirm that i believe you're right yes it is yeah uh-huh and then um britney daniel which is the uh the girl in joe dirt uh, Joe Dirt. Um, and then Jillian Barbary. I think she's famous. She looks famous. Howard, I think she's from the Howard Stern show. Sure. <laughs> Wait, she, he uh, really likes uh, blonde women. Yeah. With Heather Lockwear. Carmen Electra. Pamela Anderson. Okay, so I have a question. <laughs> Ace, Nicolette Sheridan. Yeah, I mean, he's just into, like, blonde chicks. I also with... saw in between there in 2000 that he also dated Tara Reid. Yeah, I mean, blonde chicks. So he's... what? What? How? <laughs> Yo, that's that's the mystery. Yeah, it keeps going, too. There's more and more models on here. Yeah, it's... I mean, yo, he... He's got it, bro. I think the girls just think he's funny. He's funny. He's got money. I don't know. Oh, he dated this girl. I love her. Naya Rivera from Glee. Oh, is that what she's from? I saw her on there, but I didn't know who she was. Yeah, how does he have the time? There's so many women. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, I actually don't get it, though. I, I don't. Like, I get he's funny and he has money, but, like... So do all these other so people. So does, like... 
so many people. Louis Anderson's funny and he has money. <laughs> Weird comparison. I uh, <laughs> David Spade's not like an ugly dude. I feel like I mean he's not like hot, but I mean he doesn't look like uh Louis Anderson. <laughs> well, I also feel like I don't know what Louis Anderson's sexual preference is, but uh, that's true. I feel like David Spade's sexual preference is very well known. Yeah, yeah but that doesn't matter. People I'm saying from you. like us, from uh, like our right. standpoint. I don't know. I you know, I, I don't wanna Hey, maybe he's funny and he has money and that's all you need to learn. Maybe he's got a a big penis and the world word went around. Yeah, he could. I mean he's small, so like comparable it could just be normal size you know (laughs) (laughs) dude i don't know but hey hats off to him you know yeah he does i mean i don't think out of all those people that he's dated i haven't heard like any sort of yeah he hasn't gotten me too (laughs) you'd imagine like with (laughs) with that kind of rap sheet different women you figured like maybe (laughs) one would come forward and say something but like i haven't heard anything for david spade so like i guess he's a stand-up dude i don't know Yeah, that's actually a really good point but i was also yeah i was just thinking about that it's like interesting because i was thinking these are all the ones that are reported yeah not the ones that aren't reported but i'm thinking does he report them all so they're all above water (laughs) does he (laughs) does he report them? (laughs) he submits them to tabloids dear tabloids i am dating (laughs) dear who dated who.com i'm (laughs) He has access to his own page. So he's he never been married then. I don't think so. I haven't seen marriage. Yeah, good on good on him. Yeah, I could see a uh, like a dramatic movie come out where it's just like kind of like loosely based off his life. Like a nice Judd Apatow movie yeah. where like he's just a serial dater and like he finally wants to settle down sort of thing. Yeah. But like no one sees him that way. I write could... it. You should <laughs> Dude, write, let's it. write it. write <laughs> it um yeah, cool. no marriage on record now what about uh chris farley um cue the music <laughs> <laughs> the one thing with chris farley is i have no idea like i don't think he was married i don't think he was uh, ever married I don't know. so i have two names on file i'm not sure i know who they are but I have Karen Duffy and Lori Bagley. Mm, they sound both Irish. <laughs> yeah. Um, Laura, Lori Bagley is a model from Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lori Bagley is a model. She was in <laughs> Stepford Wives, apparently. Apparently. I feel like Chris Farley would have been uh, hard to date. <laughs> or yeah. fun. I wonder how much, uh, how much drugs they did. Oh, probably lot. so much. Like all those guys. Like, I wonder if there was one guy that was just like... Their dude? Nah, I'm not going to do drugs. Oh. Yo, I want to say... I don't know if this is... I want to say Adam Sandler probably wasn't doing like hard, cool. hard drugs. I mean, do you think they were doing stuff harder than, like, cocaine? Yeah, I mean, I Farley, mean, Farley was Farley doing heroin. Was. Uh, I don't know how many of those guys were doing the heroin thing, though. But yeah. but I think David Spade was probably doing a ton of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I mean... SNL. He was doing 
cocaine without like yeah yeah but well, he's into he's a weed head now yeah kate said he supports weed so um all right cool well now that we have all the info on them let's uh let's finish off with a little film called black sheep and ah. when did this come out 1996, I believe. One year later. Hot off the heels of Tommy Boy's success, Black Sheep. Bailey, take it away. Black Sheep is about an election, believe it or not. It's about an election for the governor of Washington State. And Al Donnelly is running for governor. And his brother... Mike... Chris Farley. (laughs) Mike Donnelly. uh, Mike Donnelly is just a real mess. He, um, you know, he's, he's, he has a good heart, but you know, he always just seems to, you know, mess things up and give his brother a bad name. But, you know, his brother sticks by his side and always backs his little brother, Mike. And, um, really just about um some brotherly love yo i love so much how his governor brother mm-hmm. just always has his back oh Me i too. love it like you think he's gonna turn on him sometimes and like he gives him a little tough love at times yeah but yo he never turns on him and i love it they both support each other really hard Mm-hmm. It's, it's not great. it's not like a one-way relationship where one brother loves the other one the other one takes advantage of it it's like they both just truly love each other you love to see it yeah you, you love to see it and you know what you love to see chris farley and david spade back at it again but i think you're right like this one was wasn't written as tight it kind of meanders in the beginning like like okay what is this what's going on in this movie just focus too much on like the slapstick yeah. like yes like um oh, falling over oh no i got my like mm-hmm. like physical comedy that like i'm not really that into yo Absolutely. yes like chris farley does it really well and like yeah. tommy boy's like i guess an example of where the writing and the story and the dialogue's really good and then it allows chris farley to do his thing but you're mm-hmm. right dude there's so much like the one scene he gets caught on a satellite that's being lifted up and it's like that was kind of funny. It's kind of funny actually. But like it's like so long and the whole cabin Well that's the part that I was stuff. gonna say. So like David Spade's pretty much hired by his brother's campaign manager to like keep him out of trouble. So he feels like the only way to keep him out of trouble was to like bring him into the middle of nowhere where there's like no cell reception or anything like that. And that's what at one point I thought I had like do you ever have those feelings in movies where you think you fell asleep, but you didn't fall asleep, and you just really just don't know what's going on? That's what I had during this movie. When they're yeah. in the cabin, and, like, the roof's falling off, and it's, like, shaking and tilting, and I'm like, wait, did something happen that I, like, missed, or is it really just that absurd? And then Gary Busey's there. Yeah, yeah and then <laughs> Gary Busey is there. Are those his real teeth? Oh, for sure. Those are the biggest teeth I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that is a signature but yeah gary Busey's there in a way they it only really pays off at the end right it's kind of like billy madison it's like a long payoff <laughs> i don't know and i guess because i guess they need some sort of person to put them in peril 
while they're in the middle of nowhere. Cause but like, then they, he backs him up. I mean, he backs him up at the end. I mean, who's... Chris Farley's moves. He disrespects the moves. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, but yeah, this one's not as tight. It's also just not as funny. I feel yeah. like the it doesn't hit like Tommy Boy does. I, yeah, I don't know. There's something about um, just the writing. Like I feel like the best parts of Tommy Boy are like the writing and the dialogue between mm-hmm. Chris Farley and David Spade, and this one just doesn't have it. I also didn't feel you know how like uh in tommy boy david spade's character kind of has some stake in it and Uh like you know this one i guess he has stake in it but he volunteered for this to watch over chris farley's character and like no well he said that if he did have stake david oh he would get like a a position in his cabinet true true but david spade like back I, i don't know i don't feel it the I don't feel their relationship at all in this. Yeah, one. it's very rushed. It's yeah. like yeah. super rushed, very of convenience. It just it doesn't feel natural. The uh, the I think I like the the best part of the movie was the Rock the Vote concert. Oh, I oh, agree. dude, that is my favorite part. It's yeah. so honestly, funny. I actually it's worth watching this movie for that part. Yeah, yeah, and you would start it where. <laughs> What's that? It's relevant. Yo, it's so relevant. When he mm-hmm. goes, uh, oh, I loved it. I wanted to, I wanted to like record the part where he goes with the uh, the group of Rasta in the backstage, yeah. and like talks about a very relevant topic. But I thought, you know, we're not political. But for anyone curious, check out Black Sheep. Check out the scene before. Scene. Yeah, the scene. It's so good. And then of yeah. course he rocks the vote on stage. And gives you that classic Farley energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to imagine they just like went to a concert and Chris Farley got the crowd just riled up like that. Yeah, I mean, if this movie did well, there was definitely a sequel for Brother Goes to the White House. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! And I would, uh, as much as this movie doesn't like hit it for me that much, I would have watched that movie. Would that so have been hard. better just because the stakes are higher? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it might. Yeah, that's what they they really should have done. Like president, he's going for president. <laughs> there was other few things I liked in this. I liked that in this movie, especially Chris Farley, David Spade had the same haircut. <laughs> um, I thought that was endearing. I also liked the line "Dream on, you little fart." Um, there was a lot of trunk humor where Chris Farley's coat or something kept getting stuck in trunks. Yeah. That happens three times. No, that happens to him so much. And I really liked seeing the little Angus kid. Oh, yo, he looked rough. Yo, he did look I rough. I think he's supposed to look rough, isn't he? Yo, I got yeah. I gotta say too on uh in Letterbox, he's not even he's not even Okay, so okay. <laughs> this is just Throw basically for over. us. But that little boy is in Angus. He's Correct. like second star in it Troy. letterbox doesn't even have him credited in angus what i know we gotta write a letter uh, is that shermanator right yeah, yeah. shermanator huh so he's not in angus on letterbox no we gotta no. hit them up yeah we have to yo i have another question chris farley definitely dies at the end of the movie right what happens at the end the trunk humor dude he gets oh, his yeah. oh yo he, he absolutely die. dies like 
I was also there's all the sequels right out the window. So what happens is his brother becomes the governor because Chris Farley's. What happened was there's voter fraud. There's voter fraud. Chris Farley's antics and you know all that stuff. Kind of he stumbles upon uh, the fraud and saves the day and inadvertently and all that jazz. Your classic foibles, you know, leading Mm -hmm. to success. Um, so then his brother hops in a plane and, and, you know, he's now the governor of Washington. And of course, Chris Farley's saying bye to him and his jacket gets caught in the plane (laughs) and the plane just takes off. But the stuntman actually does the stunt. He's looking like a Tom Cruise out there. But, but, yo, that is a crazy stunt. That would just rip your pants right off. Well, that, but it's a crazy stunt to stick in there. Like, it. For this movie? For this movie. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, damn. All right. I hope they paid that guy. It feels like a trans. That's like the ending is a transition point for a different type of movie. Like, it's the beginning of another movie. Yeah. Maybe somewhere Chris Farley's character, Mike Donnelly, just falls out of the sky and now he lives in like another town. Yes. Also, <laughs> I have a question about the for the two boys in the room. Mm. Love it. Did you ever have porno magazines that you'd stick half-ass under your pillowcase at your friend's house? Yo. No. no I never really had porno magazines. Yeah, I was just going to say I never had a porno magazine. I guess you guys there- didn't need to because of the internet. In uh, In elementary school, I remember someone bringing in like they like cut out pictures of a porno mag and they were like handing them to all the boys. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Just but, handing them out. Yeah. Yeah, that's about as much, uh, that's as close to a porno mag as I really I got. guess because of the fact that we had access to the internet. Well, the yeah. internet, and also, like, if you have a good friend that's just going to cut it out for you. Yeah, like, what and else hand it to you. Did they cut out, like, the bodies know, or was I it, like, a square? I, I like to think they cut out the bodies. I, I, Yo, know, I I don't remember exactly, but yeah, I think they like curved it to the bodies. <laughs> That's so That's funny. Sick. Yeah, I There's... I had an older brother, so he and he was like growing up in the '90s in his teen years. So like, I think he had a Pamela Anderson uh, poster. You just sit in his room in our basement, and I was uh, I was so young. I was like, what is that? <laughs> My parents just like <laughs> let it up. It was cool. We were all down there. I don't know. But huh. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, that was weird. But uh, yeah, yeah. Your dad probably loved it. He's like, it's good. Let him leave it. I I think at that time my, the basement was like my brother's zone, and he would just let me down there, and I was like, Rage Against the Machine, naked lady on the wall. What's going on? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, Black Sheep. The, uh, the the black sheep of the Chris Farley David Spade movies. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I do have to say, great cover though, great movie cover. Both of the covers are great. Yeah. Uh yeah, guys. David Spade looks okay. This is another controversial thing to say. Oh, you're really gonna piss him off. David Spade looks cool AF on both covers. But okay. his swagger in the pictures does not match match the swagger in the movies, I agree and I with find that. it misleading. I agree with that. Um, I wish I knew what you were talking about. So I think what Kate's saying is photogenically, like just taking a picture of David Spade, he's always gonna look better than a moving he looks picture. Cool. 
Yeah, I mean... He's really selling it in his billboards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him and uh, the Tommy Boy. He's looking. He's giving Tommy Boy the side eye here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does look cool, but, you know, I kind of just back him all the way around, though, so... Cool. Well, hey, we'll uh, we'll put a poll out for the listeners, I guess. Um, we'll, we'll formulate it, but I'd like to see who's... I'd like to find out Rob Schneider, David Spade. Yeah, Rob Schneider da- v. David Spade. And I also want to see what other people think about what their favorite movie duos are. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Maybe we could keep this series going, but yeah. I, I, I don't think you're going to get better um, no. than these guys. Uh, but, yo, Chris Farley, rest in peace. Yep. Rest in sure. peace, brother. Um, but yeah, I think for this week, our comeback week, I think that's it. Are we gonna rate Black Sheep? No, no, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to the listeners, thanks for uh, thanks for being patient. I know the boards were lighting up. We were getting calls, emails, crazy. It's like, guys, chill. We we didn't go anywhere. Yeah, even someone tried to get us by telegraph. Yeah, telegraph. What the hell? Um, but we're back, but we appreciate you guys being patient. Uh, patient. We hope everyone's feeling okay and staying safe out there. I hope everyone's made some nice quarantinis. Ooh, that's okay. <laughs> um, get some of those lemon cookies. Oh, lemon uh, the cookies. The ones that my mom gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew that's exactly <laughs> we, <laughs> we hope. Uh, we hope you guys made Kate's mom's lemon cookies. My mom doesn't make them. She buys them at the local market. But still, I'll but make sure my mom gets some for your arrival. But okay, cool. As always, thank you very much. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.